Welcome everybody back to a brand new episode of Wrestling with Stooges. I'm your host, Oscar Renda, and finally the return <laughs> the, <laughs> the return of the one, the myth, the legend, Timmy Tap Out. What do we call this breaking news? <laughs> breaking news. I'm back, guys. <laughs> we got a big announcement. <laughs> I am not tapping out this week. I am tagging in. Tagging in. Tag me in. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who missed me last week, no worries. I'm come. I've, I've returned. I'm here, and uh, I'm here to talk about some wrestling. Hell yeah! So, uh, Crown Jewel was last night, or I guess yesterday afternoon, uh, and uh, pretty much every match went about it the way we saw it going. Um, we thought Drew was going to win. Um, I don't know. What, what do you think about that? Let's let's go through the more important matches. So, Drew and Seth. Do you think Drew should have won? First off, I will say this was the most unpredictable match of the night for me. And match of the night, in my opinion. Um, like, I was rooting for Drew. Honestly, I was, like, I, I, was, I was waiting. I think it was t- his time. That, you know, there's still, there's still time. He can still become champion at some point. Maybe they have bigger plans for him. Maybe this is all part of his story. Um, because we saw Seth win, and then there was that moment after the match where Drew was in the locker in the back and uh, had a little interaction with Rhea Ripley with Mommy. So maybe, maybe there's a little bit of a uh, twist, some twists and turns coming for uh, Drew McIntyre. Maybe possibly joining the Judgment Day. Um, but yeah, man, I I thought this was an excellent match overall. Had me on the edge of my seat. Um. And, but yeah, to answer your question, I do think, I think Drew should have won. Yeah, I mean, that's a difficult one, because like, you feel it, you feel like it's time for Seth to drop the title, and I feel like it would have been perfect for Drew. Um, I don't know, it's, it depends where they go in the story, you know, because, uh... You know, last night, or you know, I'll just say last night for the sake of it. But it felt, uh, I don't know, the show. Even though that one match felt like the more, it felt like a fifty-fifty toss-up on who would walk out world champion. But for the rest of the show, it was pretty kind of by the books. Like we kind of just knew who was going to win. Like it wasn't that uh, unpredictable. You know, like like for the L.A. Night Roman match. like I didn't get excited. Like I, it was a great match. It was, and it was a great build up. But my body didn't get excited. You know, like you know, like that moment when we were standing up when Jay was about to win at SummerSlam, or when Cody was about to win at WrestleMania. I didn't stand up this time, and I think it's because I've just been conditioned by WWE. I'm like, you know what? I don't give a fuck. Like we, we all know what's gonna go down. Right. It's too obvious. And like, I wasn't really wowed by anything. Like other than the uh, the Seth Drew match. Like, nothing really stood out to me, and I, I wasn't, like, not saying that the matches were bad, per se, but, um, I don't know, I was just, it was just kind of, like, they, they were just kind of there. Like, I wasn't really, yeah. you know what I mean? I feel like for the for the card that they had, I felt like that needed to be in America or somewhere else. Like, you, it, that, that show needed to be in the UK or America or, hell, even Australia or whatever. I feel like Saudi Arabia. I don't think I don't feel like they appreciated this, some of those matches the way we would have if they were here. You know, like the Kyrie Sane return. Like I knew who she was. I was like, oh shit. Uh, the crowd was kind of like, who the fuck is this bitch? <laughs> you know, <laughs> they're like, is she new? Well, I think it took them a second to realize who it was because if you were watching it, well, I guess for us, like she had her back to the camera, so until she turned around and showed her face. Then you could hear the reaction of the crowd. Like they, they kind of knew who she was. I think. Um, yeah, but it wasn't like uh, I don't know. It felt like it needed to be a bigger pop, a bigger moment. And I yeah. feel like I feel like a lot of that crowd didn't know who she was. You know. Yeah. And I feel like they were just cheering because someone was interfering. I don't think they were cheering because they knew who she was. Honestly, I thought it was Dakota Kai for a second until she turned around and it wasn't Dakota Kai. I, I didn't think it was because she was uh, too skinny and too short. For, for it to be Dakota Kai. I was like, yeah, I don't think this is Dakota Kai. Um, and then, um, you know, uh, the Logan Paul-Ray Mysterio match. 
I felt like, you know, the, the crowd was a little, you know, a little, a little quiet for that one. Well, I mean, it, it was a little underwhelming for me. Like, I expected a little more from that match. Like, it wasn't my favorite Logan. Like, every Logan Paul match I've ever watched since he's been in WWE has been great. This has probably been my least favorite um, of his. Um, I think it's but. because he. Act, I feel like it's because he he wrestled very much like a heel, and then also he's just too quick for Rey Mysterio now. You know, like I feel like he had to slow down a lot of his. Like he had to slow down his pace to match Rey Mysterio's pace, and you know Rey just isn't as quick as he used to be. So it wasn't like this fast paced, like hard hitting match that we're used to with uh with Logan Paul. So I think uh, you know, and, and it kinda showed, you know, and like even and even though it wasn't as fast paced or hard hitting, I still thought it was a really good match. So it was just like and I think, you know, um I don't know, I just I just think uh the the the, the crowd kinda went down for that one. And like, you know, uh like there was other matches, other you know, like the the five way between the women. That I mean, that's if there if there was a, if there was a match to be quiet on, it was that one. Oh yeah, for it, sure. It was just it, it felt very rushed and uh, and like uh, I don't know, just I don't know. It, it felt uh, I don't know if you got the sense that like they were rushing in the ring. Like, and I'm not I'm not gonna criticize the wrestling. But I will criticize just the pacing of the match. Like I felt like they were probably told it was going to be a certain amount of time, and then once they got out there, I felt like everybody was just rushing to do their moves and 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 you know get to the spot really quick so that they could end the match as soon as possible. It felt really rushed. Yeah, it seemed like a bit of a cluster. I mean, yeah. when you have that many people in that in one match, it's like it can get confusing, and people can forget what they're supposed to be doing and all that um but uh i think we should mention the spot in the ray mysterio logan paul match where logan paul basically saved ray mysterio's life yeah doing the springboard off the the middle rope trying to do a backflip or whatever you call it and i guess he didn't push himself back far enough or i'd have to go back and watch it but it looked like ray mysterio was going to land like straight on his neck yeah and logan paul jumped in there and saved him well, yeah, I mean, I think there's different angles and that they got it on. And, like, it looked like he, Ray Mysterio was putting his hands up to, to kind of block the, the fall on his head. So I think he was, I think he would have been fine. But even then, it, you know, you never know. But um, I think um, a lot of people were, like, saying, like, you know, like uh, Logan Paul was supposed to be closer. I was like, no, nah, I don't think so. Because if you look at it, I think Ray Mysterio just kind of, you know, didn't launch off hard enough, you know? And I think, uh, you know, you could say Rey Mysterio was a little bit early on that one because Logan Paul kind of, re- you know, was quick enough to think on his feet and, like, catch him um, or at least go down to kind of catch him before he hit his head. So, you know, I mean, big ups to Logan Paul for, uh, for for you know, having the wherewithal to to catch him and, you know, that's a that's a veteran thing. Like that's a you know that's what uh that's what um all like every wrestler says. Like you know like a, like a real veteran kind of like you know uh, tries to make sure that no one gets hurt. And that was a veteran move. Yeah. You know, I can only imagine the round of applause he got going backstage after everybody seeing that. And people want to hate on Logan Paul, but I mean he's he's great in the ring. He's 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 studied wrestling. Um, uh, yeah, just props to him for being there in that position at the right moment, right time to catch Rey Mysterio and finish that match. Um, this was, I think we've talked about this before, this was probably the most stacked crown jewel match they've ever had. Um, but yeah, overall, I was, I was not really that into it as much as I thought I was going to be. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the crowd was, I feel like even the crowd was a little off. I don't know. Like usually, like they're pretty loud, and this 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 time they didn't feel this loud as as other times. You know, it's like as soon as the world the Drew Seth match was over, it just kind of went down. Yeah, it kind of went down, and uh, it didn't pick back up until maybe the Cody Damian match. 
Yeah, that was a decent. That was a good match. Yeah, it was a decent match. Mm-hmm. And then obviously they had like some interference. So like of course the crowd got kind of got a little you know energized by uh by seeing Finn and Dominic. Dirty Dom. Dirty Dom, our boy. And then um, uh, who came out? Jay Uso came out. Yeah. Yeet. Yeet, bro. You feel him? Do you feel him, sir? <laughs> yes. Yeet. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like it was. A, it was yeah. It was a very stacked um, crown jewel. But this felt more like um, like like usually crown jewel shows or like Saudi Arabia shows are like are kind of catered to, to for them to kind of cheer. They're kind of catered for you know just like a, it's always it's always supposed to be kind of like this random pay per view. It's not supposed to kind of you know connect that whole much with with like uh, storylines and stuff. It's usually just for the Saudi Arabia crowd. So I don't know. I feel like if if this pay per view had been somewhere else, I think it would have. I think it would have felt a little bit bigger, or it would have felt a little. Um, it would have felt. Uh, what's the right word? I don't know. I feel like there would have been a little bit more energy in, yeah. the, in the crowd, you know? A lot of these matches were WrestleMania-quality matches. I mean, yeah. Logan Paul, Mysterio, Seth Drew, LA Knight, Roman Reigns. Like, those matches should be on a WrestleMania card. Yeah. And I think that they intentionally kind of book Saudi Arabia shows like that for, like you said, for them. But, yeah, I just don't, I don't know. I It was an okay, it was an okay show. Yeah. Nothing solid show. Yeah, you know, I'm sure for David Meltzer it was it was a one and a half star show. <laughs> probably, probably. You know, he's probably sitting there like this. This this isn't good. Can't wait for his writing to come out. Oh, yeah, can't wait. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, and then we get to L.A. Knight and Roman Reigns, and uh, you know, like I said, like my body just didn't get excited whenever anything would happen where you would think LA Knight could win because, um, I just, I just didn't believe that he was going to win because I, I've just been conditioned, you know? And like, he does, like, he feels like he should be in the main event. Like he feels like he should be in those matches, but you know, something about it just didn't feel like, I was like, ah, oh, he's not winning tonight. Something about this just doesn't feel like he's winning. You know, there wasn't a lot of drama <clears throat> and false finishes in this match like there usually is in a Roman Reigns match. There's a couple. The referee didn't get knocked out. Yeah. Um. You had Jimmy come in and save Roman. That was basically about it. La Knight gets speared on the outside, gets speared on the inside for the one, two, three. Um. Nothing. I don't know. There wasn't really much to it. Like you said, it was obvious outcome. We knew who was going to win. Yeah. So LA Knight was kind of in a shitty position, like for anybody to think that he was actually going to win, and he'll he'll get there. He'll get there someday, not too far off, hopefully. Yeah. Roman just needs to drop the titles, and then after that, it's uphill for LA Knight, I believe. I think so too. I think <clears throat> I think there's a good chance. Um, I think there's a good chance that uh, that LA Knight becomes WWE champion. Sooner rather than later, um, yeah. But um, I think um, I saw somewhere that like uh, Roman is like 314 days away from uh, beating uh, Hulk Hogan's record, and I'm like, God damn it! It's like you know somebody in the back's like, Well, I mean, somebody needs to break that record, and so I got a feeling we've got another year of this. <laughs> I mean, where the hell could they go? You know, you know, it's like they've done everything they could do with this. The, blood, the whole bloodline story, they just keep throwing shit at you just for no reason, you know? Like, I just don't know where they could go after WrestleMania because at this point, everybody wants to see him drop the title. Like, I don't care who it is at this point. Like, just somebody... But like you said, I I feel like they're gonna they're going to think about that and they're going to be like... We're this close. We might as well just go a little bit further. Yeah, I feel like that's the mentality. <laughs> it's like we might as well, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I hope they don't. Let's you know. see. What well, you said, three hundred and fourteen days. Yeah. So that'd be, I guess, around. Hold on. So it'll be probably around uh, SummerSlam, maybe like next August. 
August or September? It is going to be September 14th of next year. Yeah. So. Too long. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I hope they don't do that. I feel like that, I don't know. Um, like, unless, you shouldn't be breaking records if you're trying to break records. It should just happen, you know? I feel like at this point, they're just trying to break records to break records, you know? Um, it doesn't help anybody else. Like yeah, all the opponents that he's faced and future opponents, like if he does continue this reign until next year, like it's not helping anybody. Like it's just going to be another obvious outcome for the next 300 plus days. And everybody's going to get tired. Nobody's going to care about the Cody story anymore or anybody at that point because they're just going to be like, well, Roman's winning. So why should we put faith in anybody else to beat him? I don't know. Yeah. I think, um, like I said on Wrestling Overtime last week, that uh, they um, they need to, I don't know, inject some kind of excitement, some kind of uh, surprise, some kind of, uh, um, you know, swerve, if you will, you know, because I feel like it's just been so obvious. Like, and, like even, like, even though, like, the stories are going great, the outcomes the of the matches, the, I don't know, that part of it is still very much, very, they play it very safe. By the numbers, it's like, okay, we know, you know, we need Roman to be champ till Mania. So, you know, it really does kind of put them in a, you know, puts them uh, in a corner, you know, with uh, with booking as far as like making people believe, you know, I feel like this is the first time I haven't believed um, someone could beat Roman. And I think this just because, uh, you know, like we've been saying, we've just been conditioned so much. To, to believe that Roman's winning, that we're kind of like, okay, all right, well, let's get this over with. Well, yeah, especially this close to WrestleMania, you know? Yeah. They're not going to book him to drop the titles before then. Yeah. That's what, yeah, that's, yeah, it's just too, uh, too obvious of a booking, you know? Um, but, uh, but we'll see. We'll see what happens, you know? I think, um, uh, hopefully LA Knight's momentum doesn't slow down. Hopefully it kind of just keeps rolling. Um, but um, but yeah, I mean, he looked like he, like he 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 fit in the main event spot, it, and uh, we'll see what comes of it in the next couple months. You know, especially going into WrestleMania, and I think, you know, what I think what everyone's been saying, what the internet's been saying, but what we've been saying is like I feel like Logan Paul and uh, LA Knight uh, for the United States Championship at WrestleMania. That's the next move for LA Knight. I agree. And, you know? and you think about it, he wasn't even on this past WrestleMania. No. And this year, I, 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 we both believe that he's going to have a major spot on the card, probably against Logan Paul, like you just mentioned. Yeah. So, yeah, looking forward to that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> talk to me. <laughs> Let me talk to you. <laughs> nah, nah. Uh, it's a lot of talking. <laughs> it's a lot of talking to W. What do you want to talk about? Let me talk to you. <laughs> Let me ask you this. So, where does Cody go from here? Now that he's, I well, I don't know. Do you think he's done with the Judgment Day? Do you think this goes to Survivor Series and War Games? Yeah, I think this. I think this goes at least till Survivor Series. Um, from there, I don't know. Uh, so, ask me once Survivor Series is over. <laughs> What's next with Cody? Um, because I don't know. After that. Um, you really just start building up towards the rumble, essentially after Survivor Series. Like you're kind of just like, all right, this is the weird period of of, of time in the, in the year where we're just we're just all racing to get to the rumble, you know. So that's usually when people start making their declarations of being in the rumble. But then you kind of start to, f- f- you know, figure out, okay, what's the main event scene around that time? Who's who's hot? Who's ready to be? You know, kind of take that spot. So I think, I think. There's a good possibility of Sami Zayn winning, R- uh, Randy winning when he, when he comes back. Um, Seth, not Seth, winning of uh, possibly Drew again as a as a heel. Um, uh, possibly Cody. You know they could do a they could do a two time you know <laughs> two two times in a row. Um, uh, but usually you know uh, you start to figure it out once you know once the time gets closer. You know. Yeah. But we'll I do got to say, what was it last week, last Monday Raw, Monday Night Raw, where Sammy cut that promo 
Yeah. Like, after I watched that, I'm like, dude, like, I could see Sami Zayn winning the Rumble. Imagine Sami and Seth at WrestleMania. That'd be a banger. That could be. That could be. There's so many potential uh, candidates, like you said, to win the Rumble. Those the names you just mentioned. We still got the possibility of CM Punk. Um, There's just so many ways they can go into WrestleMania this year. I'm really excited about it. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I think it'll be interesting. We'll see. We'll see what uh, what happens. You know, uh, after Survivor Series, we'll see where the chips fall. Three weeks, you know. Can't wait. War games. Yep. And then also you have Damian Priest with the with the money in the bank, so you never yeah. know. You know. Well, Sammy's got it now. Well, yeah, Sammy Zane's <laughs> got it now. But uh <laughs> but Damian Priest is the holder, so so whenever he gets his hands back on his on the briefcase, you know, Damian, you know, he's he's got a he's got a shot. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Um all right. So <clears throat> I mean I guess that concludes this wrestling. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> This week. See you next week. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, that concludes uh, the crown jewel portion of it. Um, but uh, something else that we need to talk about because it, it's annoyed me um, ever since I think I don't know I don't know if it was last week or this Friday. I think it was last week. Whenever um, it was announced that uh, or was it yeah, was it last week that they had, that they announced that this week Tony had a big announcement? I thought. Yeah, I can't remember if it was just a few days before, like they just put it on social media that he had a huge announcement, or it was the I don't know. Yeah, but um, we saw that, and you know, I sent it to you. Rolled my, I just rolled my eyes. I was like, okay, again, like what, what more big announcement or huge announcement do you have for us? And I didn't, I didn't tune into Dynamite. I was, I was out working and so you know whenever you told me what the what the big news was i just rolled my eyes even more <laughs> because it was just him announcing that tickets were on sale or i think tickets were on sale right for next year's uh uh all in at wembley he said they were going on sale like december 1st or some shit yeah so the like he could have waited to announce that like even a couple more weeks from now <laughs> yeah or not even announce it at all. Just like put it on Twitter or something. Like, why would you waste TV time on Dynamite to announce that when like nobody's gonna care? Yeah, because not everybody's gonna be able to afford to go to All In. Like, and it's like a year away, so it's like why, you know? <laughs> like, what the hell? Like, come on. Yeah, and um, it's not like Triple H goes out to Monday Night Raw. It's like, guys, tickets are on sale for WrestleMania. <laughs> no. They just they just put them on sale and that's it. Like you know, like it just I don't know. It's it's stupid. I think I think he's desperately trying to just do anything to try to get more viewers. I think and I think that's just one of the tactics. You know, just post something like oh we I got a, we got a big announcement. You got to tune in. And uh, it's a dick move, Tony. Sorry, yeah. but it is. It's a dick yeah. move. Quit dicking us around. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting dicked around, bitch. Um, but yeah, I just I, I don't know. If if you're, if you're trying to get viewers, I don't think that's the way to go. You know, you know, uh, kind of falsely advertising, advertising something or a big yeah, just you know, it, it was just not smart. Well, yeah, because now nobody's gonna care about his future announcements. Oh no, because that announcement was not important at all. So when people tuned in to see that. And realized, oh, it's just for tickets going on sale. The next time he announces a major announcement, nobody's gonna fucking tune in for it. Yeah, just wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't good. Wasn't good, man. And um, <clears throat> what's interesting about that announcement is that they released a, a graphic for All In next year, and they have a lot of people on there. But there's someone who's not on there who is carrying the company right now. On his back, literally. And that's uh, one MJF. <laughs> Wait, he's not on the poster? He's not on the poster. Adam Cole's on the poster. Mm. He's injured. I, I guess I didn't see it. He's not on the poster. So uh, there's two There's two possible reasons why he's not on the poster. And I, I think we'll see which one it is. There's two reasons why he's probably not on there. 
the the first reason is the one that everybody's thinking about is the fact that uh, th- everyone believes that MJF come January 2024 is dipping out of AEW and is going to WWE. That's the first reason. And I want to I want I want to get your opinion on that first reason. Do you think it's that reason? I don't buy that. You don't buy I, that. I I think he's he's AEW. I I I just I don't think he's going to WWE. You don't think? No. At least not yet. Mm. Not yet. I no. think he's staying right where he is. And like I will place bets on that. Like he's staying with AEW. <laughs> you place bets. Yeah. <laughs> How many bets? <laughs> um okay. Okay. Um the second reason or the second possible reason why he's not on the uh the the uh, I guess the like announcement for for tickets is that um uh because he's probably going to be uh, negotiating a new contract they don't want to advertise him if he may not be there mm. you know what i'm saying so like his his contract doesn't extend past january so maybe they just can't advertise him for events that are past his uh, expiration on his contract so until they come up with a new deal then they can finally start you know um advertising him for stuff past you know the end of his contract. So I feel like it's that one. It's the second one. Like, you know, uh, I feel like that's the reason why they did it. I don't think it's the reason that everybody else thinks, which is that he's going to WWE. But I also think he's going to WWE. (laughs) Like, I think, I think I either, he's just recognized that, look, I'm carrying this whole show. (laughs) You know, he's basically feuding with everybody. (laughs) You know, (laughs) it's the MJF show just named it. Just name it MJF, you know. Stop calling it Dynamite. Just call it the MJF show, because you know there's nothing dynamic about Dynamite. You want to place a wager on this? Um. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> What's the wager? <laughs> let's uh. Mm. Let's say you think he's going to WWE. I think he's staying with AEW. Hmm. Hmm. <clears throat> I was thinking we could just bet like a <laughs> bet a little old dollar. <laughs> I don't know. Um, let me see. Let's let's see. If MJF would... stays with AEW, you need to cut that hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want me to get a haircut? Okay. You gonna take that? I'll take that. All right, what's what you got something for me? Um, okay. If MJF leaves AEW, you gotta go clean shaven for a full year. <sighs> Fuck. If, if if it'll take me this about a year to grow this this back, you gotta go you gotta go full clean shaven for a whole year. No beard. Mm. No beard, no mustache. my whole identity <laughs> nobody's gonna know who i am <laughs> this has been my whole identity i will recognize myself <laughs> only for a couple of years <laughs> i'll take that i'll i'll do it i'll take that bet you'll take that bet i'm 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 that confident mjf's not going anywhere <laughs> all right okay i guess we'll find out <laughs> January 2024. <laughs> we'll see how it goes down. Uh, <laughs> all right. You, you, possibly be going to Philadelphia with a short haircut. <laughs> yeah, Wait, yeah. how short though? Just what it was before? Um, I'm not going to say like completely shave it, but. Um, let me see. What's, what's the length right now? It's past my shoulder. Uh, a little bit above my shoulder. You know, so it's not like super long. It's not like disgustingly long. It's just nice, you know, a nice little, uh, what do you call it? What do you white people call it? What's it called? A mullet almost, mm. you know, G- give me the Anakin Skywalker <laughs> from Revenge of the Sith, you know, a nice mullet. Um, you got to let me cut it. I'll let you, I'll let I'm you, just cut, kidding. I'll let you cut a little piece off, you know, all right, that'll be be- satisfying be- before I go cut it. 
I'll let you. I'll let you. I'll let you take off like the tip. You know, <laughs> I hear the roots. All right, I'll take off the tip. <laughs> the dead roots or whatever. What are they called? I think that's the dead ends. I think that's what they're called. Um, but yeah. All right. It's happening. You're, you guys are witnessing uh, history right now on the uh, Stooges. Yep, <laughs> this is the first bet on on the wrestling with Stooges. It's too bad we don't have a YouTube. People don't know what we look like right now. I know. I know. This is just, this is just for you and me. <laughs> Once once we get to YouTube, once we get to YouTube, we'll uh, we'll do another one. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, your beard and mustache—that's it's it's your whole identity right now. I know. I don't think I've seen you clean shaven since your wedding. Probably not. You know, no, that was the last time I remember shaving. I shouldn't have even shaved for that. Yeah, I regret it. And I think that was. I think your wedding was the last time I got a haircut. Like looking back at my wedding photos. I'm like, damn, shouldn't have shaved. Yeah. You uh you look pretty young in those. You know? Like your wife was a woman, you were a boy. It's <laughs> yeah. a good way to put it. You know? Spot on. But if you if you had had the beard and the and the mustache and everything, that would have been a man. <laughs> yeah. I would never do anything over on that day except for the beard. <laughs> except for the beard. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Um yeah, I mean that was the last time like I got I got a haircut specifically for your wedding, you know. So, and even then your hair wasn't really that long like it is now. Yeah, well I got it like like two weeks before your wedding, so that once it started growing back, it wouldn't you know it wouldn't be like poofy or anything. It would just be nice and nice and good to go. How long have you been growing this out? I forget since your wedding. Really? Mm. Yeah. Five years. Five years, bro. Damn. I had a I had a haircut in January, but it was just to cut it to my shoulder length. That was it. But I don't think anybody noticed because <laughs> I always have it in a ponytail or something. Damn. Crazy. So it's been long for, for five years now. Wow. Longer than Theo's been alive. <laughs> this hair's been long. <laughs> get, ready, get ready to say goodbye. <laughs> it's like my child. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's, well, it's getting taken away from you. <laughs> You're not you're you're not fit for the uh We're taking the custody away. <laughs> no. Not my custody. Oh man, we need to have a ladder match. That's what we need. Shit. <laughs> oh fuck. Um whew, so uh <laughs> so that's the bet. That's a better announcement than Tony's announcement. I feel like that, I feel like that was a better announcement. That's the bet. Come January, we'll find out. We'll see what goes down. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what's going to go down. What's going down? MJF staying with AEW. <laughs> he's he's gone, baby. He's gone. Nah 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 nah. Yeah. Nah nah. Yeah. Nah nah. He's gone, bro. I guess we'll find out <laughs> January twenty twenty four. We'll. Uh, I guess we'll. And then how immediate do we have to get these uh, these cuts? The day of. The day of. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I guess this, well, so it's like January 1st is when it's. I think it's like January 9th is when this contract's up. Because I feel like that's when everybody, or I feel like that's when everybody signed. Or at least like the first couple people signed. Mm. You know? Well, I guess just as soon as we can, I guess. I guess so. I don't know. Um, It'd be easier for me because I just be right at home and shave it off. Yeah, which See, won't be happening. It'll be yes, yes, it will. It'll be happening. You'll be clean shaven for a whole year. That means you gotta wake up every day, make sure you shave, make sure there's no stubble. Mm. You know, your wife's gonna look at you. She's gonna be like, "Why did you bet that with Oscar? <laughs> like, what the hell have you done?" <laughs> She's like, I can't take you out now. Your son doesn't even know who you are anymore. <laughs> I can't show you off. <laughs> Theo's gonna be confused. He's gonna be, he's gonna be like, "Where's Dad?" <laughs> Call Uncle Osk. <laughs> Get him on the case. <laughs> I need a real man in this, in this house, not this fake man. <laughs> not, not this hairless. This naked mole rat. This Nate. This <laughs> fake ass bitch. <laughs> this fake ass bitch. Oh fuck. <laughs> oh man. So 
January is going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. But now we got to shake on it. It's a man's. This is this is a man's bet, so we got to shake on it. All right, we did it. We did it, guys. We shook hands. You didn't see it, but take our word for it. <laughs> the <laughs> hands have been shook. <laughs> They've been shooketh. <laughs> shake and bake, baby. Shake and bake. <clears throat> All right. So, MJF, if you're listening, sign with WWE. <laughs> MJF, don't listen to this man. <laughs> You know what the move is. Sign with WWE. Become a legend. Stay right where you are. Finish the storyline with Adam Cole. <laughs> yeah, watch your career tank as AEW does. No, MJF's keeping this company afloat. They're going to pull out all the stops to keep this man. I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen, bro. Say bye-bye to MJF. Mm-mm. Nope. And the wise words of a Boy band, tell me, ain't no lie, baby, bye-bye-bye. It's done. No. It's done. Nope. It's done. MJF, going to WWE, going to hang out with his, uh, with, with his favorite wrestler, CM Punk. If any of you guys are listening, <laughs> if you send us your thoughts, where do you think MJF's ending up in January? Yeah. Make sure you're commenting on, on our uh, Apple podcast. You know, leave us a rating, guys, you know, and comment. Where is MJF going? Is he going or staying? Let us know what you believe. We want to know. Yeah. We're interested in your opinion. And if you do, we'll uh, we'll read your uh, comment on the show. Yeah. Because we love you. We do. By love, I mean we sort of don't know you and we sort of don't like you. But if you listen to us, we kind of like you. That's love. <laughs> yeah, it's love. Anyways, if you're yeah, if you're if you're a listener of the Stooges, we automatically love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Invite us to <laughs> invite us to your Thanksgiving, <laughs> your Christmas, your birthdays. We'll sing you love. <laughs> oh man, what else? What else is uh? What else has been uh? Bugging you this week, Tim? Bugging me? Bugging you? Hmm. <clears throat> Uh, I just it was really just the Tony Khan shit. Uh, yeah, that it. I can't really think of anything else. Um, other than that, what do you think of um, uh, what what do you think of all the all the stuff that has come out with Dave Meltzer and Billy Corgan? Cause I, don't, I don't, like uh, yeah like because uh, I didn't get your uh kind of uh thoughts on it from last week and i think people want to know because i feel like over the past couple days there's just been a lot more anti dave Meltzer um uh, sentiments coming out more and more wait so just give me a quick reminder on what what was going on with it was it was something with between those two yeah billy corrigan and dave Meltzer. yeah um what was it i i had a long week, I forget. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think basically, you know, I, we 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 I read the tweets uh, whenever we were uh, whenever we filmed the podcast at your place. Um, but then Billy Corgan um, did an interview with uh, Kurt Angle, and Angle asked him about Meltzer and all that stuff and about the five star ratings and shit. And Billy Corgan's like, you know, Dave Meltzer is reporting lies and he puts them out as truth. And then like, you know, he kind of mentioned all the stuff between um, himself and like whenever he was, you know, possibly by an impact. Um, Dave Meltzer wrote that uh, Billy Corgan couldn't afford to buy impact. And Billy Corgan was just basically like, if he wanted to, he could just call me or, or email me. He has my email to, to, you know, ask me straight up whether or not any of this was true or not, you know, like at least, you know, contact me and, and you know, I can give you the answer is what he said. But, um, but it, it kind of just goes in line with like a lot of things that we've heard, which is, you know, um, he'll call himself like a wrestling journalist or whatever, but he doesn't conduct himself like a journalist. He'll write lies 
you know, which in reality, he could, he could get sued for that shit, for liability. If you're calling yourself a journalist and you either don't, what's it called, print a redaction or at least put up like a, like a, <clears throat> or like a statement above a post that's like, oh, this and this and this is not true. So, you know, whatever, like, like you're supposed to do as a journalist. Like, what are your thoughts on just kind of the, the, the dream, the drama, the beef between uh, Billy Corgan and Dave Meltzer now? Mm. Well, I, I don't know. I don't really have any thoughts on it other than like Dave Meltzer's just a lying piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's just everything he puts out there. It, it's just exhausting to like read his shit and for anybody to actually believe anything that he says um, about anything, anybody, the wrestling industry as a whole, it's just, uh, I, I'm trying to, I wouldn't, I don't know, not like stay away from it, but like, I don't know. It's just, it's just annoying me at this point. Like anything Dave Meltzer related, just yeah, almost, almost makes my, my blood boil a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i know i just uh i kind of love it i kind of love whenever we, whenever people uh you know are just getting roasted online for for being pieces of shit you know cancer it's you cancer know? exactly it's a shit stain because again it's like if you were a night if you were a good guy like if if you know he were if he reported everything fairly you know and you know and and if that interview with chris van vliet didn't come out where he basically was like yeah, I don't. Uh, I like this certain type of wrestling, which is why it always gets five stars. You know, like if he were a good guy who, um, you know, just reported facts instead of reported rumors and and passed it off as facts and stuff like that. You know, or when the whole CM Punk stuff happened, it's like, you know, um, like I, all I could say is that it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. You know, like he deserves to get his uh, reputation. I don't know. Drug through the mud, I guess, is the word. But it's like, yeah. If you're going to be reporting and you're going to call yourself a, a journalist, then, you know, check your sources. Get some fact checks, you know? He ain't no journalist. He ain't a real journalist like uh, Trent Cram from The Independent. <laughs> Trent Cram, Independent. He's <laughs> like, oh, you you really are independent now. <laughs> oh, man, that was a great line. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, it's just... I can't wait for him to like go away at some point. Hopefully, I mean, I don't know if it's gonna be anytime soon. He'll probably be doing this till he's dead. But probably he'll be lying to everybody and just putting false information out there until he takes his last breath. You know, he'll be the he'll be the Vince McMahon of the whatever wrestling journalist. Oh my god! He'll uh, he'll sell his he'll, he'll sell his column and try just to try to get it back some other. Way. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just um. <sighs> Like I, uh, I just, uh, just not a fan of the guy. And then now, especially with you know more rumors of Punk, you know, coming back to WWE. Like we just, I just know we're gonna hear and see more, more stuff from him that's just gonna pop up, and I'm just gonna have to be like, oh fuck me, you know. Yeah. So that's that. That's not gonna be fun. But um, but yeah, I don't know. I think um. I think I think a lot more people um, should follow Billy Corgan's advice and uh, just not pay attention to it and just kind of do your own thing and um, seek out the wrestling you like. But also, you know, um, if you're not in the wrestling business, who are you to criticize it or not criticize it? But like, who are you to to rate it to give these you know? These ratings, that's just, it's just, it's all bullshit, you know? It's just. Yeah. It's all, uh, like, ever since the whole CM Punk coming back, like, that, since that was reported, like, a month ago, and then, like, a few days later, it was the complete opposite. I just, I know our job as podcasters now is to, like, you know, give out this kind of information, like, hey, this is what Dave Meltzer said this week, blah, blah, blah. But ever since that happened, I'm just like, man, this guy is just fucking annoying as shit. Like, what's the real news out there? You know, he's yeah. just reporting. 
Like the last thing he reported on CM Punk, which was I think a week ago, a week and a half ago, <clears throat> was that um that any any deal between AEW or WWE for CM Punk are dead deals, which which may, basically means that uh, neither AEW or WWE want CM Punk, and they're not going to sign him. Well, I mean, we basically <clears throat> know, like it's, I would say AEW is definitely not in the future for CM Punk. Like, yeah, that's kind of a bird uh, bridge burnt right there. But there is a possibility that we've talked about on multiple episodes that, you know, WWE is still quite a, po- a big possibility for him. Yeah. So we'll talk more about that on wrestling overtime. We will. Yes. Yeah. We've, 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 um, you know, we'll, we'll talk about some, uh, some recent, um, uh, rumors, uh, about CM Punk and some recent stuff that have been posted online these past couple of weeks. But, um, uh, but yeah, we'll talk more about that on wrestling overtime with CM Punk, uh, on you know what's uh what the rumor is tune in folks tune into wrestling overtime <clears throat> but um i think i think you're right uh you know i think any, i think anytime you read anything from the wrestling observer ugh, wrestling observer um uh was it nick hausman sean ross Sapp, i think uh, those are the main ones I mean, I really don't have an issue with a lot of those guys. They're not as annoying as Dave Meltzer. I mean, they don't have star ratings for matches, so it's like I mean, they're already on my good side, you know, just by that. But um, I think um, if you're gonna report, if you're gonna call yourself a journalist or a pundit or whatever, and you're reporting things as facts, whenever anything comes out that's opposite of that, you should you should be like, hey, look, we fucked up. We reported this, but instead, it's actually this. So, I think uh, I don't know. I feel like you, you have a responsibility to to report what's uh, what's real and keep rumors as rumors. Just say, hey, this is the rumor. Don't talk about it as if it's fact. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens when uh, Survivor Series gets closer to uh, Chicago on November twenty fifth. Yup. You know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what we'll see Can't what wait. rumors are coming out. <laughs> you know, it's gonna be a fun night. Bet you there's a rumor that comes out that CM Punk is buying WWE. <laughs> CM Punk is a new head of creative. Yeah. You know? Oh man. <laughs> Triple H just handed over the yeah. the keys to CM Punk. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. But uh. But yeah. Uh, like we said, yeah, we have, we've got the whole, uh, CM Punk dedicated episode for wrestling overtime. <laughs> it's not the, it's not the first episode dedicated to him. That really isn't. But again, you know, when more stuff starts to come out, you know, we've got to talk about it. We've got to put it into context. We've got to give our two cents about it because, uh, yeah, technically it's kind of news. So we'll, We'll cover it as if it is news, and you know we'll we'll just giving our opinions. We're not we're not stating whether anything is fact. We're just giving our opinions on what comes out. You know mm. whether it's rumors and stuff like that. We'll speculate. <laughs> That's what we do. We speculate on this show. You know we're speculators. <laughs> we're not observers. We're, we're we're speculators. We're the wrestling speculators. Yeah, not observer. Make sure to, yeah, make sure to sign up to our newsletter. The the wrestling <laughs> the wrestling speculators. <laughs> Where we speculate, <laughs> we speculate out the ass. <laughs> that's our tag. That's the that's the tagline for the. We speculate out the ass. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Triple H and stuff. Man, getting a divorce? Nah. <laughs> they're getting. They're, they're in a thruple. Oh shit! You heard it here first. <laughs> no. Um... <laughs> Uh, we will, uh, well, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with, uh, uh, with all of that good shit. You know, again, it's been, I feel like it's just been a pretty slow week for news. Um, and you know, like I said on uh, wrestling overtime last week and wrestling with Stooges when you weren't on, uh, I don't like recapping shows unless something interesting happens on the show, you know? So yeah. I agree. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. You know, that's in overtime. Make sure you make sure you uh, tune in 
uh, this Thursday for Wrestling Overtime. We talk about CM Punk, um, and we'll hell, we'll even speculate about The Miz and this confrontation with Gunther. What does it mean? Is he turning face? Mm. What's he gonna do? What's The Miz gonna do? You want to know our answer? Tune in on Thursday for uh, Wrestling Overtime. <laughs> Tune in, man. Tune in, bro. You're in or you're out. Do you want to be in? I'm in. I'm always in. Tune, count me in. Just, who hosts that show? Timmy mm. Tapout? Oscar Rendon? I like those guys. <laughs> I'm a big fan. <laughs> We're everybody's friends. Hell yeah. Um... All right, guys, that does it for this week's episode of Wrestling with Stooges. Uh, sorry for a, a very short one, you know, but again, there wasn't a whole lot to cover, you know, just crown jewel. But uh, we'll see what happens this pat- this next coming week with Monday Night Raw, NXT, Dynamite, SmackDown, Collision. We'll see what happens. I don't think all these episodes necessarily need to be long either, anyway. Yeah. Some of them can be kind of short and sweet and to the point. I like that. Yeah. You know, nice and sweet. And short. <laughs> nice and Just depends on how much ranting we do and yeah. riff raff. We... There's a lot of rants. Yeah. <laughs> from me. But sometimes from you. Sometimes. Sometimes. We'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Wrestling with Stooges. As always, you can check out Wrestling with Stooges on Apple Podcasts. Make sure to leave us a rating, give us a comment, share with friends, obviously, if they like wrestling. You know, share us. Share us off the wazoo. Is it out the wazoo or off the wazoo? I think it's out the wazoo. It is out the wazoo. My bad. What's a wazoo? Is it the ass? Is the wazoo? Guys, let us know ass? what a wazoo is. You know, share us out the wazoo. I've, I've always thought it was the ass, but could it be something else? I don't know. It has to be the ass. I think you so. You think? What else could it be? I've never heard someone say, I'm shitting out of my wazoo. <laughs> you know? Is it the mouth? <laughs> could be the mouth. The wazoo could be the mouth. The Who wazoo knows? just sounds like an ass to me. A wazoo? I don't know. Or a musical instrument. The wazoo? Yeah. You playing the wazoo today? <laughs> what? Yeah. Guys, let us know in the <laughs> let us know in the comments. What's a wazoo? <laughs> you could be our first comment on this show, giving us the answer to what a wazoo is. You give us if you give us the full scientific definition of wazoo. Uh, we'll read it out loud. That's the first thing we'll read on on next week's Wrestling with Stooges. Yes. For sure. So, as always. <laughs> as always, Stooges, Stooges out. out. The wazoo. Son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. <laughs>